Hello there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Can't complain. Alrighty. Welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm your other host, Ryan. Today, back again, week 13 of the NFL just passed. We're on to week 14. Uh, yeah, fantasy playoffs are Fantasy next week. playoffs starting next week. It's crunch time in the season. Teams fighting for playoff spots, seeding, division titles. Yeah, so it's, uh, we're going to go through our uh, top fives later on. Yeah, so it uh, should be a, a fun episode. You know, uh, we're gonna start off head back to last Thursday. We had the Cowboys versus the Saints. Uh, we had the Cowboys take a twenty-seven seventeen victory. Um, not Taysom gonna lie. Hill implosion. Yeah, not gonna lie, I didn't watch this game at all. I, I just, or I watched a little bit of it and then quickly became uninterested. So, yeah, it just came, um, became like a, a game to see how many picks Taysom Hill is really gonna throw at the end of the mm-hmm. game. I, I think there was. There was a point where it was like back-to-back, like passing attempts or something. Yeah, his finger was a bit messed up, but um, I mean, whatever. Just not really a, a good game by any means. But they're gonna run it back next week with him, see how he plays. But uh, that that contract is is generational money laundering. Mm-hmm. Cowboys though get the win, needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big win for the Cowboys. Get back on track after that Thursday night. Or that Thursday mid-afternoon game versus the Raiders. Um, it didn't really look that great, but... Yeah, this is actually the first time in the Sean Payton era that uh, the Saints have lost five straight games mm-hmm. in a season. So, uh, yeah, just a, an unprecedented slump in the bayou. But um, just going to be really interesting to see what they do with QB next year. Are they yeah. going to give Taysom a full season? I mean, they do have to pay him an ass load of money if... If he does eventually play QB, right? Yeah, I don't know. Though. I don't think they uh they keep rolling with him. I mean, who knows? Maybe they trade for Russell Wilson. Maybe they can you know take some guy in the draft. And well, just Russell have... Wilson actually uh, today I got a notification saying he put out some teams that he would be okay with going to again, and it was uh, the Giants, the Saints, and the Broncos were the three teams listed. Mm-hmm. Which of those would you want to see him most in? Um, I mean, when you look at each one, the Giants, kind of interesting. Yeah, Giants actually have, like, a pretty underratedly good defense. Like They have a decent defense, but they also have a lot of weapons for Russ. Those weapons don't move me at all, besides Kadarius, Tony. And you got Saqu- Tony. Galladay, and Saquon when he's healthy. Galladay could be – we've seen Galladay be good with a decent quarterback like Stafford mm-hmm. who can air it out a little bit over the top. Mm-hmm. which Daniel Jones doesn't seem to be doing that much. But I think they have pieces in place where they could be be competitive with Russ. But I think I think both Denver and New Orleans both have uh, solid to yeah. above average defenses. And better offensive weapons, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and- Kamara would be the best running back Russ has had since, what, like Marshawn Lynch maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas, if he's healthy, that could be huge for the Saints, kind of keeping him around to stay. And yeah, I think also, he definitely want to stay if they, they got Russ there in yeah. a trade. 
And I mean, they're the kings of money laundering, so they would probably somehow throw together three other contracts that would money launder for players. Yeah, they're uh, they're like ninety million over the cap now. They'll go out and get Russ and still be able to sign like some pass rusher or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and then uh, you look at the Broncos. I think that would actually be the best landing spot for them. They got three really young wide receivers: Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, and Cortland Sutton. And I think it's the most likely landing spot that yeah. Seattle would want to send them out of the conference. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a really good young running back, Javante Williams, who we'll be talking about a little bit. Uh, Noah Fant, Noah Fant, whatever. Who knows? Still don't know. It's Fant. It's got. It's, it's got to be, be yeah. Fant. It's got. It's an A. Come on, guys. Fant and Albert. Oh, I'm saying his whole last name. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of Yeah, solid like offensive weapons. And then defensively, they have a really good young secondary. I mean, Patrick, Sir, Patrick Sertain week in, week out impresses me. So Justin Simmons. Yeah. I think I think that would be the best landing spot for him, personally, would be Denver. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, uh, I, I think we both mentioned previously that it's time for the Seahawks to pack it up and, and rebuild. And uh, so, yeah, they're... Those are the three teams in the sweepstakes with Russ's. I don't want to be traded, but if I am traded, here are some destinations I'd like to go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, anyway. Moving on to our next game here. I'll talk about your Colts here. They had a 31 nothing win over the Texans. Uh, took care of business um, against a horrid team. Kenny Moore showed why he should be in the Pro Bowl this year. Um, first two drives, he basically left his mark on the game. He he intercepted Tyra Taylor's first pass, and then on the second drive, he knocked a knocked a fumble loose. The defense is firing on all cylinders. I'm excited to see this game through the hard knocks lens, which comes out tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll definitely be tuning into that. But yeah, we the Colts have had no problems against bad teams the whole year. The the issue is, I think we have only have one win against the Bills against winning winning record teams. Mm-hmm. So. Going into this stretch against the uh, well, now we have the bye week. We have a super late bye, but we have the bye week, and then we play the um, the Patriots, and then the Cardinals. So that's Too basically going to make or break our season. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting because I mean, the Patriots look crazy scary right now. Yeah, Texans uh, though, <laughs> you stink. Piss water franchise, <laughs> and, there, <laughs> and there's no quarterback to draft if you're never gonna play Deshaun Watson again. So, yeah, at um, least they'll probably get a haul for him. Yeah, it's true. Eventually, in the off season, someone will trade for him. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, moving on, it's finally happened. The Detroit <laughs> Lions come out on top, a twenty-nine to twenty-seven win. We were one week early. We were one week early. I you know I I was worried for you know they came out I think they were up what like seventeen to six at halftime or something yeah. along those lines, and the Vikings call it all the way back and then they go for that fourth and one and they don't even run the ball they throw the ball in fourth and one one of the craziest things I've ever yeah. seen, um but with a minute left and no timeouts after Justin Jefferson scores a go ahead touchdown, Jared Goof Jared Goff leads his way down the down the field mm-hmm. and uh, brings home. There's a touchdown to Amon Ross St. Brown for the and, Lions' first win. And Jared Goff actually won NFC Offensive Player of the Week for this performance, which, I mean, looking at his stats, 25 of 41, 296 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. I mean, I, mean, I, I Brady, guess. It, 
Brady played better than that, and they or they could have given it to Kittle. I mean, I I don't think that you should be giving this guy like like uh, charity points for Player of the Week just because yeah. the team got their first win during on Week Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> like if they had given it to Amon Ra, I think like ten catches, eighty six yards, and a touchdown. Like I think that would have been a little more acceptable, but not this guy's. Come on, he didn't even throw for three hundred yards, and he threw a pick. Yeah, questionable decisions here. <laughs> I mean, just a Mickey Mouse fucking player of the week, but whatever. Congrats, Jared Goff. Your wife's hot, at least. Yeah, bro, she is very hot. Yeah, yeah. Vikings. That puts your your end to the season. I. Uh, there's no coming back from this. Adam Thielen's hurt. You got to play Pittsburgh on Thursday. Best Moral devastation. And I think last time I checked, I didn't place the bet, but I should have at the time. The Steelers are getting points. They're plus three against primetime Kirk on Thursday. You know how many primetime games Kirk has won in his career? One or two, right? One. He is one in nine in primetime. Exactly. There's no way they win this game tomorrow. I'm hammering Pittsburgh plus three. It's going is to take... it still plus three? Do you have the know. spread? No, nah, not yet. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, all I know is Justin Jefferson will probably re- get 500 receiving yards tomorrow. So, well, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Then we had Dolphins-Giants, 20-9 victory for the Dolphins. Snooze Fest. Kyle Trask is playing quarterback for the Giants this week as Mike Glennon's... No, no, no. Um, Jake Fromm. Oh, yeah, Jake Fromm. Sorry about that. They're all the same to me. All white <laughs> quarterbacks who played at SEC schools. Um, but, yeah, so. Yeah, um, Dolphins have won five straight. Started 1-7. Mm-hmm. They're 6-7. and seven. They're an outside chance of making some noise. But, eh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the organization saved face after the 1-7 start. Some jobs have been saved. So, congrats to the Dolphins for that. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe Dolphins going to run here. I mean, that defense is looking really good. Um, offensively, two is playing good enough. Uh, Jalen Wall has been really big. Devontae Parker's back, and he had like his best game in two and a half years. It felt like. So I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, I think Dolph- if they finish this season like eight and nine or nine and eight, I think Tua earned himself a uh... yeah. So they they were talking about ditching him heavy at the yeah. beginning of the year when then those Watson rumors came out and now he's been playing like good. It's, it's taken him a while to get his footing, mm-hmm. but he's playing decent. And uh, as a you know, we're two a haters. We're yeah. supposed to be. So I mean, but you know, I I do give credit to people where it's due, and you know, he he deserves some credit for his performance. Where it's, you mean where it's due? All right, that'll do it for this week of the Jersey Nights <laughs> podcast. Follow the socials, the Twitter, and uh, back to business. Uh, Buccaneers, Falcons. We had a Buccaneers thirty to seventeen win. Um, I mean, who you know? Did people really think Matt Ryan would be Tom Brady? Like come on, come Tom on, Brady's come ten on. and zero versus <laughs> the on, Falcons. Guys. I mean, this, ten and zero. He never uh, lost. Absolute joke of a game. Tom Brady five touchdown performance. One of them might have been to the other team, but. Um, yeah, that was, to a D lineman. That was horrible. <laughs> but, what the hell um, that? Buccaneers take care of business. They're gonna win the NFC South by an arm and a leg at this point. Like it's not even close. Uh, so it'll just be interesting to see what sort of momentum they can build going into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, they definitely cracked my top five teams. Yeah, hundred percent. I do have to uh, agree. Stay tuned to find out where. Um, uh, talking about the Falcons here for a second. 
Is Matt Ryan's time in Atlanta done? Closing to an end? Or coming close to an end? Or has he still got like three years in him? Um, it's I'd say coming close to an end because he does have more time on that contract. Mm-hmm. That big old contract, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. So I, I don't think there's any point in getting rid of him if... A, you're not going to be able to trade him for anything useful. And B, cutting him is just going to leave you with a shitload of dead cap and a worse quarterback behind center. Because, I mean, Matt Ryan's still a league average quarterback, I'd say. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to be able to really find, especially this coming year, you're not really going to be able to draft a guy that's going to be better than Matt Ryan year one. You're not going to be able to to spend for a guy if you're going to have all this dead dead cap from cutting Matt Ryan. So, I mean, it's it's just basically, you know, a, a tough it's a tough scenario, but I think that they hang on to him for at least another year until some of that guaranteed money gets paid out. And yeah. If I'm any NFL team, I'm waiting to draft that need, is in need of a quarterback, I'm waiting till next year to take one. Yeah. I'm waiting for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I've yeah. Seen, I've seen the light on those two. Plus now I think the Alabama and Ohio State quarterback jinx might be broken potentially, so – you never know. Well, there's a a broken clock is right twice a day, you know. Mm-hmm. They they eventually had to get one right, mm-hmm. I guess. But I still wouldn't bank on just because yeah. Mac Jones is good. That all these guys are gonna be good. I still, right. I mean, Bryce Young, he had his ups and downs this year for sure. Yeah, had a had a big up on uh on Sunday or last Saturday though. Yeah, I thought I really thought Alabama was gonna lose. Nah, man. Whenever Alabama's an underdog, it's free money. That's true. That's true. They're a rare underdog, so And uh Jameson Williams is special. Georgia will never have a championship, I guess. Yeah, at least in yeah, they the Braves got theirs. They're done for the year. Probably done for the next decade. Oh yeah, uh, I just meant Georgia football, but yeah, oh, yeah I mean yeah, just the state as a whole, they're done for the next Atlanta decade. sports curse was just recently broken. But actually, you know, who since it won't take very long, who do you have uh winning these first two college football playoff games? Mm, we have I, uh, I love Cincinnati and I love the underdog story and like making the you know, not being a power five school and making the, the playoffs. Bama by twenty eight. Bama by like fourteen. Keep okay. keep it low. Respectable. Cincinnati's got a really good secondary. They got some guys in that secondary who are going to be day one picks. They're See, I wish they would just have given us the 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 SEC rematch and then the the Midwest rematch, and mm. that would have been you know good lo- for the local markets. But no, they they have to have the inevitable Alabama Georgia championship yeah, match, I mean, and it's going to be nothing ever. Ch- in a stupid sport. I don't understand people's commitment to college football and how they watch it. Yeah. So have I mean. I, I on a Saturday I get home from work I try to find a football game that's not thirty five to nothing in the second quarter and I just can't do it I don't know how people do this and the playoff system is just so garbage but um anyway it's gonna be Alabama or Georgia I mean it's it's just so repetitive yeah it's, it's as much though um I do have to say uh Aiden Hutchinson I believe his name is from Michigan shout out yeah. to him. He's a D lineman in the Heisman finalist, which, which would be crazy. I think that's incredible. So, I don't think he'll win it, but the fact he's there is at the end, he's spe- he's going to be the number one future pick in the draft, future lion, bro. He is not falling out of that top three unless we like somehow end up with the second pick. But the, the Lions, if they had the first pick, would be stupid not to take like a Michigan kid 
who played at the University of Michigan, who just made it to the college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the whole story. The story's written. Like they just gotta sign. It's in place. They just gotta sign the book and seal it, and that's that. So, uh, moving on. Speaking of the Jets, actually, uh, we had an Eagles thirty-three to eighteen win over the Jets. Uh, I'll just get my short little rant out here. Um, we could not cover Dallas Goddard if our life depended on it. I think all those times I messed up his name, like, came back in this one day. And that was the reason why we lost. Go dare. But um, Zach Wilson, I think, had probably the second best game of his pro career. So that was nice to see. Three touchdown performance, just second half. Couldn't stop the run. Penalties were bad. On the when we were on defense, we were just giving them first downs. CJ Mosley fourth and three encroachment penalty will never be forgotten. Um, <laughs> the Bryce Hall pass interference that wasn't even pass interference that also I've already sent my uh, hate towards the NFL officiating crew. So as you should, they should be held accountable. No, like literally, Dallas Goddard was running like a eight yard out route, and Bryce Hall like pressed them at the line and then was just following him on the route, and then Dallas Goddard kind of stumbled on MetLife turf, like he didn't even get touched, and they called yeah. it PI. I was like, that's and yeah, so uh, Elijah Moore Day was successful again though, so I win. Um, yeah, Jets dropped to zero and twelve all time versus Philadelphia. Yeah, we're never being the Eagles, so I've uh, if if we had to play the Eagles in the Super Bowl, we might as well just like dig my grave ahead of time <laughs> for me. So, well, I don't think a Jets Eagles Super Bowl is something you're gonna need to worry about for a very long time. I'm gonna be if like ever. I'm going to be like 72 or something yeah. like that, and that Super Bowl will happen, and I'll literally have a heart attack after they lose the game. So when Tom Brady's on the Eagles in 2068. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> no, it'll be Tom Brady Jr., or whatever his kid's name is, bro. Tom Brady Jr. is going to be playing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl <laughs> in 2068 <laughs> after Tom Brady con- uh, completes his 32-team tour. Yeah. Oh, if I had, nah, man. If, he, if I ever had like watched Tom Brady in a Jets jersey, man, I don't know how I could feel about that. Like. <laughs> Ross, the Super Bowl would be great, but Tom, Tom Brady career challenge winning 32 Super Bowls with 32 teams. <laughs> that would be chills. But um, moving on to our next game, Super Bowl contender Cardinals. Uh, they took on the Bears, a 33-22 win. Um, Andy Dalton, four picks. Yeah. Arizona, 7-0 and on the road. And yeah. they've won every single one of those games by 10 or more points. Yeah. Hey, it's a crazy stat. I mean, they're they're not only handling business on the road, they're blowing teams out on the road. Hey, look, they might want to start losing some games here so they can drop their seed and play all their playoff games on the road. Yeah. That's just my take. Um, yeah, that home field advantage may not be worth uh one well, may not be worth dick. Uh Kyler and Russ back. Russ there's Kyler and Russ. Kyler. <laughs> Kyler and D Hop. Uh no rust from them. I think Kyler Murray was like the highest scoring quarterback in fantasy this week. Uh, so didn't skip a beat. Yeah, he looked real nimble around the edges. Yeah, I mean, realistically, they expect I expect them to win this game. Bears got a little tricky with the playbook at times, but all in all, a good day's work from the Cardinals. Yes, sir. Justin Fields, please get healthy. Bears, uh, <laughs> Matt Nagy, you you fired. It's after time this to go. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy the projects man oh yeah by the way i another off-topic story but did you see that um that that story about laurie marketing today 
No, what did they say about Laurie Markkinen? So, apparently, there is a possibility that Laurie Markkinen may have to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers to join the Finnish military. Oh, my. Well, that's not good for one of my fantasy basketball picks. Uh, That's that's some crazy stuff right there. I mean, he's going to go from... From planning like an offensive attack uh, against the uh, the Detroit Pistons to you know planning an offensive attack against like the city of Reykjavik or something like Bro, that. Who is Finland fighting with? I don't know that they need people <laughs> Bro, to like. They're the only two countries by them are what Norway and Sweden. Yeah. Who are they fighting? Nah, that's that's the cold. That... <laughs> Um, another random off-topic story. I was walking out of my class today. One of the last classes of the semester. All right, I park at the rack for school. Hey. And, you know, I'm walking out. Oh, yeah, I've, I've just joined the Rutgers community. Yes, sir. You. You're coming to the football games next year with me and Rice. Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, uh, you can come on our road trip then. Uh, to follow the team? Only the one game. Uh, me, Rice, Co. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now you can come along. We're heading to Maryland for when we play them. It's uh, next October. It's going to be the 29th, so end of October. I'll set my calendar right now. Trip to Maryland? I mean, come on. I'm buying hey, those yeah, tickets that's a, once. That's a, that's a quick trip. Yeah, that's, that's, it's three hours away. Yeah. If it's a noon kickoff, we don't even have to stay overnight. Oh, yeah. Just do it. I'll drive. I don't care. I'll drive all in one day. That's fine by me. Take the Kia. Exactly. And she's only got 3,700 miles on her right now. I've had her since uh, May. So, so by then she'll, she'll have a couple more. Yeah, she'll probably have like ten by then. Yeah, depends on what other driving I do. But yeah, so I was at Rutgers today, mm-hmm. walking out of class, parked at the rack. I'm walking over my car. I get in my car and I look out my look out my passenger window, and there's just a like Volkswagen GTI parked in the middle of like where the cars are supposed to drive to find parking, mm-hmm. with like rainbow lights on the bottom of the car, and they're doing a photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the most Rutgers thing I have ever seen. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Rainbow light bulb. Fucking GTI. That's um, such a GTI owner thing to yeah. do. <laughs> Taking up four people there to take a photo shoot of this car. And they got like nice cameras, man. Like they're rocking like the, I don't even know, probably like the Canons or the Nikon cameras, bro. Like they got some nice stuff. I wonder if Arsh was there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was- if I, see, if I see Arsh post a picture of a car with rainbow headlights, I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to football here. Uh, Chargers 41, Bengals 22. Um, Chargers came out very hot. They started up 24 to nothing, I think. Yeah, now, now I believe last week I uh, I said since the Chargers put together a, uh, a doggy doo-doo performance that week, that they were going to, quote, uh, come out and drop a 40 ball. Yeah, you did and call they, it. Uh, they did drop that 40 ball. The Bengals had a chance to come back from 24-0, and Joe Mixon just fumbled it away. Yeah, but, After uh, that scoop and score, the game was totally over. Yeah, tried to the Chargers, big bounce back win. Bengals, I mean, they didn't play back, like, terribly I mean, when offense. you zero, you got, I mean. Yeah, they were clawing their way back into the game, but they were unable to, to take the lead at any point. Uh, I think a lot of credit goes to Chargers' defense for taking care of business when they needed to. Uh, Joe Burrow, a little turnover happy still, which kind of expected with him, honestly, at this point. Uh, Herbert proves that he is the, uh, you know, probably the best quarterback from last year's class. So It's looking that way. Um, he also has, you know, 
front office had the the intelligence to take uh, Rashawn Slater. Oh, what a pick! Great pick. <clears throat> um, and the dividends so are show. I mean, the dividends are being paid out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert is is better than Joe Burrow, and we're seeing Joe yeah. Burrow just taking these shots week after week after week. And I mean, he's gonna he he keeps getting up from him, but one of the time, it all it takes is one time where he doesn't, and mm-hmm. then everything changes for the entire. I mean, for the entire for the entire course of your franchise, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, just protect your quarterback, kids. Yeah. Last year's offensive line class was special. Very good. I mean, Elijah Vera Tucker. You had Creed Humphrey who's playing on the Chiefs. Who's been very good. Yep. I think he's like one of the highest ranked or rated centers in the league. Uh, who Slater, else? Slater, Sewell. Didn't the Vikings take one too? I oh, uh, Darisaw. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole offensive line right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, really good. I mean, we probably won't see an offensive line class that could potentially end up potentially end up producing five, like, all-pro caliber players um, like this again. So Yeah, and you missed out on it, Bengals. Yep, you missed out on it to take a wide receiver who dropped a touchdown right into the defensive team's hands. And no matter how good Jamar Chase is, which he's shown to be very, very special. Mm. It doesn't fill the hole of yeah. you're keeping your quarterback safe. You could have survived with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins for one year and then proceed to take Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Traylon. Like the name like the list goes on and on. I don't but, care. But but Joe Burrow didn't go to college with those guys. Yeah, exactly. Like Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison went to the same college yeah. or something like that. Randy exactly. Moss and Tom Brady weren't at Michigan together. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you guys I mean, can be good if you have talent. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, football's one in the trenches, and that it'll stay that way forever. So, yep. Uh, then we had Rams Jaguars thirty-seven to seven. Yeah, Rams finally win with this cursed team they have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to look at it. It's a cursed team at this point. One by, by thirty. Uh, Odell got his touchdown. Yep. Van Jefferson got his touchdown. I mean, great weekend for them. J. Rob has beef with the Jags coaching staff now. Yeah, they, you know, he's getting benched after a fumble. Yeah, and at it uh, objectively, he's probably their best offensive player. So, regardless of that, you probably should. Or if he was too banged up, you shouldn't have had him sit up. But it, it's a whole mess over there, the Jaguars. Yeah. Shout out to the Rams, uh, though. Took care of business. Did crack my top five, though, I will say. Yeah, I mean, who knows? We'll have to, uh, we'll have to discuss it. So then we had um, one of the most exciting games of the weekend here. Uh, football team 17, <laughs> Raiders 15. Um, don't let the football team get hot. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, don't, they're sliding into that spot where the Vikings were. Don't Niners. let Antonio Gibson be able to touch the ball thirty times a game. Don't let it happen, man. Could be another wild card matchup. Not like and here the division this time, but yeah. And here's here's the thing with the football team is that if they score first. You are screwed. Like their defense since they lost Chase Young has been pretty good. Like, yeah. you know, as crazy as them sounds, I sound like Chase Young. You know, he was their best player on defense. He got hurt, and since then, I think they've only lost like one game. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, they they score, and then it's just all right. Try and stop us. We are running halfback inside zones the rest of the game, and it's just try and stop them. I mean, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where they go on the rest of the season. They play Dallas this week, which is a huge game. I think they play <laughs> the NFC East for the rest of the year, right? So yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to watch then. I think uh, that's Raiders, the Giants, and the Eagles both tw- twice, or or maybe Dallas twice. No, yes. I think they, they have to I play think, five division games. So. Yeah, it's Dallas twice, Giants once, Eagles twice, I think. Yeah, because they played the Giants earlier in the year. I remember that. Yes. So, yeah, just a, a fun little scheduling quirk there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Raiders, yeah, done. Uh, you guys got no life left. Without Darren Waller, that offense looked pathetic. It looked like a Colonia High School offense. Hey, uh, at least Darren leader through two weeks, though. Yeah, those were a fun two weeks for you guys. Everything. If Darren Waller doesn't play this week, I I don't know what to what to say about you guys. So. Then we had uh, Raven Steelers. Steelers won twenty to nineteen. Um, absolute shit show of the game. In all honesty, some classic defensive AFC North football. Yeah, classic AFC North for sure. Uh, Big Ben got the job done. Huge day for Deontay Johnson. Um. Reminded me of those games I used to watch as, like, an elementary school kid, you know, at school the next morning. Ravens and Steelers are playing a 13-10. Joe Flacco and Big Ben and James Harrison and all those. But, all um, those goons. Yeah. What, what do you think about the decision to go for two by the Ravens at the end? I, res- I respect it. I love it. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I love it. Even with the hindsight of it not working, I still love it. The play was there. It simply wasn't yeah. executed. Yeah. You don't want to no, go I... into overtime at, on the road against your division rival in at Heinz Field specifically, which is a, a tough place to kick. I mean, regardless of what team you, you're playing or where you're playing, I always see overtime as like a 50-50 because, I mean, it comes down to a fucking coin toss, which is so stupid, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's the most antiquated way to do things I've ever seen, but you're there. What's what's more probable that you win the coin toss, or regardless that you win in overtime, or that Lamar Jackson can get you two yards? Yeah, I mean, I would take Lamar Jackson for two yards every time. So yeah, I mean, the throw wasn't there. T.J. Watt got in his face. It was a finger nail too long on the throw for Mark Andrews. Just didn't work out. Didn't execute it. But I still like the call there. You gotta go for it. And and may I remind you that extra points are no gimme in in today's world anymore. Don't I mean, give me at all. With Justin Tucker, I would feel like 95% confident in making an extra point. Oh, yeah. And and going back to that, remember in the Bengals game, the same thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, not the same thing, but two. And then because they were down 24 nothing, And if you go for two and score three touchdowns and get it each time, you only need to score uh, three. Mm-hmm. But they go, they come out to go for two. They get a delay a game after coming out of a timeout which is mm-hmm. beyond embarrassing. And then they abandon it after the delay of game and try a 45-yard or something extra point, which they then miss, yeah. which I didn't understand because I, I felt it was more likely that your offense can get yards than your guy's going to make a 45-yarder. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it. If you're going to go with the two-pointer at that point, Zach Taylor, just stick with it. Uh, a lot of questionable coaching decisions, but whatever. Moving on. Steelers get a dub. Uh, then we had Seahawks 49ers, a 30-23 to win for the Seahawks. 
Banger um, game. You know, all, all I gotta say is the 49ers, you're nothing without Debo Samuel. You're also owned by Russell Wilson, who is 17 and 4 against San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, fake punt touchdown. That's a rare one. Did not have that on my bingo card. That was sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Travis Homer was outrunning the guys who were supposed to be blocking for him. Yeah. Good for that guy. Good for Travis Homer. Uh, Just a solid back and forth affair. George Kittle had a had a great day. Those Seahawks yeah. 49ers games, you can always them being very entertaining football. Mm-hmm. Seahawks unfortunately are still dead, but the Niners mm-hmm. aren't. I mean, yeah, they they just better hope Debo Samuel plays. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they need him. It's not like I'm hoping Debo Samuel plays. I just, oh yeah, you, know, you I, have no I, you have no incentive for Debo Samuel to play. Yeah, I just I hope for them Debo Samuel plays because I really enjoy watching him play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Chiefs Broncos a twenty-two to nine win. Uh, very bright spot for the Broncos was Javante Williams. I mean, could arguably have been the best player on the field for either team. Um, yeah, quite a boring game. This was, uh, I mean, in fact, it was so boring that my TV started buffering on me around like the third quarter, and I said, "I'm not dealing with this. I'm not trying yeah. to fix it. I'm just going to turn this game off because it is so boring." And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't miss much. So, Patty Mahomes didn't get me enough points to to beat you in fantasy, so it wasn't worth it. Woo! <laughs> Chiefs Chiefs get a win. They stay hot, and uh, I think they're on like a five game winning streak now. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to them. They're a real contender. And now for game of the week, I don't I don't care. I I don't care if it was one of the worst games of the week. It was the game of the week. It was fucking hilarious. The wind bowl. 14-10 win for the Patriots. Three pass attempts for Mac Jones. I this is this is football right here. See, this is the football that John Heisman envisioned mm-hmm. 100 years ago on the uh whatever Georgia Tech or wherever college he coached um campus. Yeah. This is this is old school nitty-gritty football. I mean, you saw Bill Belichick walk in with the navy face mask on the way in. That kind of gave you an idea of the game plan. Jeez, 46 runs, three is just a demoralizing beatdown. I mean, granted, the Bills were in this game till the end, so it wasn't like they got blown out while mm. only while only you know having three passes attempted on them. But it was a very physical, grinded out, field position oriented <laughs> game uh, where mm-hmm. there was just it, the game plan won out in the end. It was a you were able to hang on to the lead and just get pulled so close to losing but you know it worked yeah. out in the end the defense held the the wind was just too crazy you had that missed extra point or missed field goal attempt i mean so yeah just a, a very quirky and interesting game by the new england patriots something that you'd never see from any other team yeah it worked they got the win they're number one in the afc and i mean how many quarterbacks besides mac jones can you pull aside pregame and be like Probably only gonna get handful of pass attempts today, and he's yeah, like, "Okay, not, yeah, that that man wants to win for sure. Belichick wants to win. They got the job done. I mean, take Pate Manning or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady into him and be like, "Yeah, you're gonna throw the ball thrice today. Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here.'" But uh, yeah, um, bad day <laughs> for people who were dependent on those guys in their fantasy matchups, unless they were able to pull out the dub. But like, man, if I was sitting there with like. You know, needing a Stefan Diggs average game where he gets like 14, 15 points and he only came up with like nine, I feel like. 
bad day for the guys that took like Mac Jones over 15 pass attempts as just a gimme in one of their same game parlays. Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll hit that. I'm just getting in to get my odds up. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's it for week 13. Uh, do we want to talk about the spreads or the top five teams first? Uh, we, we could use the top five teams as a nice little buffer in between the weeks here. So um, before the the show today, earlier earlier this evening, I texted you asking if you'd like to do your top five current NFL team rankings because I feel like we're at the point in the season where it's it's basically playoff football now. Teams are uh, they're playing for seeding, they're playing for their lives, they're playing for jobs, mm-hmm. and um, so I think we'll take it from five to one. So who do you have as your number f- team currently? My number five team is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Um, you know, if we're talking right now, I mean, they're on a five-game winning streak. They're getting hot at the right time of the year. I I don't think it's the best we've seen from their offense. Definitely. But, not. but as of recently, it's been their defense, which was the issue in the first half of the season that's starting to get together. So... Yeah, I also have the Kansas City Chiefs at number five for mainly the reason defense is starting to look competent, not like historically atrocious like they uh, they previously did. And the offense is just hanging around there where you know at any point they could have that 21, 24, 28-point quarter out of nowhere and just you know end the game on you. But we've been waiting on that for a while. We haven't seen one of those huge explosions since the Raiders game. But uh, if they want to save it all for the playoffs, they've – I mean, I, I feel – I know that there's people close in the division, but I feel like they have the division pretty much locked up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have them at number five. At number four. Come on. Uh, number four. Number four, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. I think uh, they they have the best record, but that doesn't do it for me in these top five rankings because I'm doing it on Super Bowl potential here. And I, obviously I had to have him on the list due to the record, but Kyler Murray has still not appeared in a playoff game yet. Um, I think that the, the experience is very valuable. And I, I still want to see them against some more top-tier teams. And I, I don't know. I just need to see the guy win a playoff game before I put him above, you know, the, the people that I have here on this list. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh... number four? My number four is going to be the Packers. Ooh. Yeah, they're they're probably a little low. I think you could put them up a little bit higher. Um, the offense is there for sure. I mean, can't deny that. Defensively, they've looked solid. Um, but I, it's kind of the same thing as the Chiefs. Like, I still think their best is to come. Um, I actually, I do have Cardinals at three. Mm-hmm. That was mine. Um, I mean, they survived the Colt McCoy era. <laughs> Those, what, three or four weeks? Full era. Um, Chase Edmonds, I think, is coming back for them, too. So that'll be another boost on offense. And I think their defense their defense is just, like, very high kind of turnover. Like, a turnover to keep the ball in Kyler's hands. So Yeah, definitely uh, a team I'm interested to see how they perform. And and really, uh, you know, it'll be Kyler's first playoff experience, Cliff Kingsbury's first playoff experience. Um, Haven't seen D-Hop in the playoffs in a while, you know. So Mm -hmm. it'll be be good to see these guys in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Number three for me 
was the New England Patriots. Now, uh, I know that they're the one seed in the AFC, but uh, there's still two other teams I have ahead of them. But in the AFC, they're they're my highest ranked. I have them a little bit above the Chiefs simply because of how stout that defense has been, how well coached they are, how well how well they execute their game plan, and you know how adaptable that the Patriots have always been. There, they're a different team basically every single week based on what they need to be. And I think that's just so dangerous in one game playoff scenarios. So I'm going to have them at number three. I think they're the best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And that would be my number two team is the Patriots. So you think they uh, think they make it to the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback? That'll be the first time ever. It's a it's a Belichick team. It's it's inevitable. So true. He gave us a year. Super it, Bowl. In our year break from the Patriots, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl anyway, so yeah. it didn't even matter. I mean, Super Bowl bounds tough to say. Yeah. It's just hard to see. I mean, besides but them and the Chiefs, putting if, any other team yeah, in the I AFC mean, in if that they combo. Have, if they have the number one seed and Mac doesn't even have to play a road playoff game, like, for sure. Foxborough is a tough spot to play in the I'd, playoffs I would well. feel very confident in saying they are the AFC Super Bowl team in February. Yeah, um, number two for me, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number two. Now, I was conflicted between number two and number one for them because I feel like them and the uh, the other team can go either way. And I know that they have a very good defense, and, of course, they have the GOAT and all those weapons. But I, I just – it's it just seems to be a few minor details that they need to iron out. They're – a little bit banged up and questionable regardless of health Mm -hmm. but it's just so hard to repeat it's so hard to repeat. there's only like five or four or five teams that have ever done it in the super bowl era and it's just it's just so difficult so i think i'm gonna have them at number two i do believe that we will be seeing them in the nfc championship but i do think that my number one team will be beating them this year who's your number one my number one is the Mike White. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> um, nah, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Honestly, at this point, I think Brady's on path to win MVP. I think, depending on this whole Antonio Brown situation, that'll make things interesting. But um, like I'm, I'm just I'm in this mindset now where I'm not going to see uh, like at this like it's just Tom Tom Brady's going to dominate like the next two or three years of my life like everything just feels inevitable about it. Um, yeah, I I think I'm a believer in this Bucks Patriots Super Bowl potentially happening happening as crazy as I that mean, sounds. It would but. be pretty crazy if it happens. I put the Packers at my number one. <laughs> I I think. That with this being Rogers' last dance and everything like that, I think that this is a, this is going to be a pretty special team that's going to go on a special run. Um, they have the second best record in the conference. I think Aaron Rodgers is is very close to Brady in that MVP conversation. Um, he's he has missed the one game, but and then we did see. I mean, way to add to your MVP, um, like you know consideration by you miss a game and then you, your team absolutely shits the bed with your backup so it mm-hmm. proves yeah this guy's really needed but um I, I just think when when it matters this season 
Rodgers is going to be able to put it together in the playoffs with Devontae Adams and all of that. And the defense for them, similar to KC, is starting to come along and play much better down the stretch. So uh, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the guy I have most faith in right now. So I think I want to pick his team as my number one. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good take. But, um, yeah, so that's Wanna that. Jump into the spreads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so spreads here. Um, it is still live that the Steelers are three-point underdogs. Yeah, I, I see that on NFL.com right now. Um, I'm going to be betting the Steelers plus three mm. right this moment, actually, before it changes, because that is yeah. free money. I think you'd agree uh, with me there that Kirk Cousins yeah, in prime um, time is prime time. Prime time Kirk, bro. They could have made the Steelers minus a hundred, and I would take the Steelers. Like, I mean. Yep. The fact they're plus three versus primetime Kirk gets Steelers plus three. Yep, we're in for five bucks on Steelers plus three right now. Yep. Had to do it. Um, but, yeah, so then next up, first game I have listed here is Cowboys football team in Washington. Uh, the football team is four points underdogs at home. Home underdogs by more than a field goal. I think that's a bit too much for me. And it's a division matchup. I got to go with the football team here. Yeah, I'm also taking the football team. I'm riding them. They're hot. I'm riding riding them out. I just, I see, I see the vision, you know, that's all it is. I I see the vision. Then we have Jaguars, Titans. Uh, Titans are nine and a half point favorites at home. Hmm. Uh, we saw the Titans come out and put a, a stinger up against the, the lowly Texans a couple weeks yeah. ago. I think I, I'm smelling another stinker yeah. in the distance. I think I, I could possibly even see a Jaguars money line. This Titans team looks a little lost without Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill does not look the same. They had that one game against the Rams where everyone was like, ah, they'll be fine. And since then, they have not. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, and then you said nine and a half. Mm-hmm. I'll roll Jags here. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take Titans minus nine and a half. Why not? We'll have some fun. Uh, then we have Seahawks, Texans. Uh, Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites on the road. Um, seven and a half on the road. And. Yeah. Jamal Adams out for the year. Yeah, advantage Seahawks. Are you kidding? Seahawks <laughs> minus seven and a half. Come on. Now. Yeah, I think I might have to take the Seahawks. It's it's not that much to win by ten against these Texans, regardless yeah. of how stinky the Seahawks may be. Yeah. Then we have Vegas at the Chiefs. The Chiefs opening up nine and a half point favorites. Ah, uh, they blew the doors off the Raiders the last time they played them, and this Raiders team is is quite dead. So I think this is an easy call for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes should uh, shred them again, have another noteworthy performance. I don't know if he'll go for another four fifty and five bombs, but mm-hmm. I think I'll have a good. I think I'll have a good enough game to cover the spread. Yep, yeah, I also agree. Uh, the Raiders don't move me, but if Darren Waller walks on the field, I think that could be uh, an interesting factor. Then we have Saints at the Jets. The Saints are five and a half point favorites on the road. Um, hmm. What are you thinking here, Jets guy? Is Alvin Kamara playing? Yes. Mark Ingram is not. 
Got Alvin, the Rona. If, if Alvin Kamara is playing, the Saints are winning by 21 points. All right, you heard it here first. You said they're five and a half point yes. favorites. Yeah, so, I think I'll roll with the Saints there too. So, um, hey, you never a, know though. Zach Wilson's gonna have his Jalen Hurts against the Saints last year moment, where he's just gonna come and dog that defense. Hey, I mean, hopefully, maybe I'm I'm wrong, but I uh, God, God, he's. I watch Miles Sanders run for like a hundred yards, man. At what point would you get worried about Zach Wilson? How far uh, into his career? Well, people were worried after he threw like four interceptions in one game, and I was still chilling. So I yeah, mean, I mean, that... I mean, rational, logical people, um, not those reactionary people. Who'd be like second game, ah, he sucks. You know, you, you know, you got to give it time with the rook. Year three, week three. Let me, let me. Year get... three, week three. That then is... you start getting Darnold flashbacks. Yeah, if if he gets mono before that, then that's that's where I cut the line. If if mono happens before that, if he gets mono, where... cut him on the spot. But like, I mean, really, there's not like, or, I mean, Corey Davis is out for the season, so like, bummer. Yeah, that's unfortunate. We're rolling out a wide receiver trio, probably of like Keelan Cole, Braxton Berrios, and the best wide receiver in last year's draft class, Elijah Moore. Mims still getting no burn? Oh, Mims got burned this last week. Five plays, uh, two penalties, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A blindside block and a a holding penalty, I think. So it was was a pretty pretty impressive performance out of him. But yeah, Saints by 21. Zach Wilson, three touchdown, two interception performance. Damn, you got the Saints scoring a lot of points then. Uh yeah, 42, <laughs> 42-21, Alvin Kamara, Christmas is coming early, six touchdown game. I hope so. We couldn't stop Gardner Minshew. Actually, like, you know, I'm actually conflicted in the uh, Persh Dynasty. Do I want do I want to let you into the playoffs? Amen. I, I have, have my I, I had my dummy lineup in there. I was I was contemplating leaving it in there because I don't uh, know. You gotta play for seeding, in my opinion. CP in the offs is a lot more attractive to me yeah. than you in the offs. Yeah, but me with two top six first round picks though is uh. Ah, you're right. I may have to think long term. But um, and and we know Joe knows. I know how to draft, and I know how to trade my draft picks into better players. So. Yes, sir. I mean, come on! I, I flipped Javante Williams into CD Lamb this past year, which granted, you can, you really can't go wrong with either one at this point. So. See, he's definitely better, though. Yeah, and I mean, come on. I got Elijah Moore with, like, the 13th pick in that draft. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I, I know my talent. You, you you don't want me having good picks. That's all I'm saying. You you don't want to see Jamison Williams lining up in my team next year. That's all I'm saying. Oh, don't worry. He won't be. Who, do you have anyone's pick in that league? I have oh, Wills. Have... Oh, yeah. I'll be, I mean, I'll be able to trade up if I want to. But... Yeah, I mean, just, yo, Reagan, your first-round pick for uh, my first-round pick. Khalil Herbert. Year. Yeah, exactly. He'll probably do that. That's the scary part. But then we have uh, Falcons Panthers at <laughs> Panthers minus three. Give me the cam train, baby. Yeah, Panthers. I gotta ride the cam train with this one because you know the 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 company policy here about Falcons. Pets. Yep, exactly. So yeah. Then we have Ravens at the Browns. The Browns are two and a half point favorites at home. What the. Two and a half. At home. Eh, no, I, I still don't believe in the Browns. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I would believe more in Case Keenum if he was starting healthy over an injured Baker Mayfield, but he is not. So I'm going mm-hmm. to go with the Ravens. You know, I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. 
Lamar, by the way, owns Baker five and one head-to-head record versus him. Hey, Baker's got to get one at this point. It's this weekend. Kareem Hunt, two touchdown gifts. I, I think he's playing at least. Then we have Giants at the Chargers. A great game in the four o'clock window with the Chargers as ten and a half point favorites. Ten and a half for this Chargers team? Yeah, no thanks, buddy. Give me the yeah. Giants. This Chargers team hasn't been able to put two consistent performances together. Yeah, I was going to say, Jake Fromm couldn't beat Bama, but he can probably cover a 10.5-point spread versus the Chargers. So I'll be The taking... Chargers on the week after they put up the Yeah, point. exactly. So give me the Chargers. Or sorry, Giants. Giants. Yeah, Giants. <laughs> My bad. Uh, now you're have... locked in now. And then we have Lions at the Broncos. Uh, the Lions are eight-point uh, eight underdogs on the road. I think that confidence might be building in Detroit right yeah, now. Yeah, give, give me Detroit. They're going to screw themselves out of the first pick and a generational talent somehow. Yeah, so. yeah they're going to end up with like the fourth pick. They're going to they're gonna win three games in a row or some shit like that and mm-hmm. just destroy their draft stock and then <laughs> be mediocre yeah. forever. But yeah, give me the Lions here. And then we have uh, 49ers, Bengals. Uh, Bengals. So the odds have been fluctuating. The Bengals are currently, I think, plus one and a half. I believe they opened as favorites, though. At home versus Niners. Yeah. Hmm. This game is going to be very good. Uh, we got a two-time Super Bowl matchup from the 80s here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said the Bengals are, are underdogs at home. Yeah. I don't like that. I'm going to have to go with the Bengals. Is yeah, Samuel playing. Look, if Debo Samuel walks on the field, there's absolutely no way they lose this game. Um, for that reason, I will take the 49ers in hopes Debo Samuel plays football. Smart pick. Ooh, and this we, next game is very good. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the line is now Buccaneers minus three and a half. The Bills, I, they've been coming out uh, a little flat against these upper echelon teams lately. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Bucks may may get it done here. Win by a touchdown. I got the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Brady's record versus the Bills? Thirty-two yeah. and three. Jesus yeah. Christ! Brady's not losing to the Bills, and he's winning by a touchdown. So, Bucks minus three and a half. Bro, what the fuck is this prime time? Bears, Packers, Packers, what the fuck is this? Packers minus 12 and a half. At least Justin Fields is playing. Oh, just, then the Bears plus 12 and a half, and fuck it. Yeah, I, I think I'll roll Bears plus 12 and a half here as well. To Andy Dalton, take a nice warm seat on that bench after that four-pick performance. They're dragging Justin Fields with his broken ribs to clean up your mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll take him to cover. Yep, and then uh, our last one here is Rams at Cardinals. Ooh. Cardinals minus three. Well, now it's minus two and a half, actually. Would you like to do it at minus two and a half or minus three? I think either way I'm going with the Rams here. Wow. Stafford on Monday night? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Monday night Stafford. You know, I'm a little torn here. For you know Stafford being my guy, I think this 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 uh, division rivalry split to me. Yeah, I I can't see either team sweeping here. You know what? I think that's a fair uh, assumption. And the Cardinals won the first game by a lot. 
So I think the Rams are going to win. We're going to have a classic Monday night Rams game where like that Chiefs game from a few years ago in Mexico, where it was oh, like, yeah. I think we're going to have one of those 50, no, 50, Jesus, give me a, a 42, 33 Rams win. Wow. Very specific score. We don't know where, how they get those points, but that's the numbers. You want to jump into this upcoming Jersey Dynasty week while we still? Yeah, we got four minutes before this recording cuts off. Uh, can Time I squeeze? Cram. Yeah. All right. Week thirteen, we had uh, Liners over Hippos, Baders Boys over Billy's team or the Salty Dogs by a point, Party Animals over the Top Guns, Step Brothers over the Schoolboys, and you beat the Beats again. The ownership of the Beats continues. Please pay. Please pay my league fee then, please. I just can't beat any other team besides you and Duffy. Yeah, we had a, we had a stinker in Adam Thielen. I'm not going to say any excuses. Um, you can't predict injuries, I guess. But that, that, that Adam Thielen injury kind of hurt. But, yeah, just a poor week from your team. Because Adam Thielen's like a guaranteed 20 ball. I'm not even joking. He's that guy. He's got 10 touchdowns. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like a league leader in touchdowns. I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, but yes, yeah, so now the standings shape up to be Talc Guns in first, Party Animals in second, the only two teams with clinch spots, One Liner third, uh, Baders team fourth, Golden Diebacks fifth, Step Brothers six, Hippos out of the playoffs for now. At seventh, Schoolboys, Salty Dogs, Ballers round out the order, all eliminated. Uh, this week we have Party Animals, Big Ballers, so you know, pride game for Baylog's team. Josie yes, looking sir. to wrap up the two seed. Uh, one-liner step rows with potential playoffs um, implications. If the liners win, they are in. Uh, step rows would then need the beats to beat the hippos, which is another game. Uh, Top Gun, Salty Dogs, Baz basically has the one seed wrapped up. And Bader's team versus the schoolboys. I think Bader could still potentially get the two seed if he wins. There's a lot to take in. Um but yeah, so basically the main thing is there's four teams or five teams, one playoffs or five teams, four playoff spots. Uh, it's going to come down to beats, step bros and hippos for two of, for yeah, two of those spots. Um, if the beats win, they're in. If the step bros win, they are in. If the hippos win, they are in. If the beats and step bros both lose, the beats would go in on points. No offense to the step bros. I don't think a 100-point gap gets uh, covered. Yeah, if you lose while outscoring them by 100, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, so, like, Persh would have to put up 200, and the Lions would have to put up 201, or you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, yeah, uh, that probably doesn't happen. Um, if the party animals lose and the liners win, if, sorry, party animals lose and the liners, Bader's team, or the Beats win, that would be one of those three could end up being the two seed, which is crazy. But I'm looking to play spoiler here on Joe C. Yeah, so a lot of interesting things. Uh, we'll be back next week with the playoff lineup, which the beats are in the playoff. It'll be a very angry Flynn. Just, just <laughs> letting, letting you guys know now. There might not even be an episode. Actually, no, there'll be an episode. <laughs> Go I'm on too, strike. I'm, I'm too dedicated to the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're on the Sigma grind set now. <laughs> But yeah, um, so I'm gonna wrap this up here. 
Uh, thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Follow the socials, the Twitter at Jersey Dynasty 19, the Instagram at Jersey Dynasty Podcast. We will be back next week. Potentially, uh, I might we might have to record on Tuesday. Yeah, that should be fine. Because uh, Survivor has a two-hour episode next week. I don't want to make you oh, wait around until yes, it's, the, it's the finale. So. Oh, yeah. You so, be so, so I think Co and I might be getting together for that. Oh, yeah. So well, probably next Tuesday. Um, but once again, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will catch you guys back next week. <laughs>